Do you know that podcasting is the fastest growing network for creators all over the world? No jhanjhat, just a mic and that sweet voice and there you go. So hey everyone, this is Naina and welcome back to another episode of Naina's Nazar, a podcast where you see life through my eyes. I know it has been 2 weeks since I've posted and actually mine bahut block tha. I just couldn't come up with something new and innovative. I just thought of giving it a break. So wo kya hota hai na kabhi kabhi this lockdown gets to my nerves and everything becomes a blur. But things are back to normal and here I am. Let me know how you guys are doing. So today I want to talk about something that I am very very passionate about and uh, very serious about and which is exploited by people every now and then. So growing up I had a very tough time being in sync with my thoughts, emotions and actions. Everything was so messed up that I would break down at almost anything and everything. My emotions were so full that they were interfering with my studies, school life, relationships, friendships, family, almost everything. Internet was not a new thing at that time, but it was certainly new for me because the idea of googling my emotions and finding relatable thoughts or so-called quotes was like finding gold. I somehow started relating to all those stupid, depressing, victimizing, dumb third person quotes and things started going downhill even more. As soon as I recognized that I'm becoming more and more unhappy and depressed as a person, I stopped that immediately and started to find something even more damaging than this. Positivity. Yes, you heard it right. But what is wrong with being positive? I say everything is wrong around it. The way it is projected and sold and advertised to the world is something I cannot digest. So there are two core concepts: positivity and forced positivity. Let us explore how the two things work and how they make us happier or unhappier as a person. Forced positivity is the idea that people dealing with an illness need to constantly portray themselves in a positive mood and that thinking on the bright side will help with the pain. This is extremely common on social media where people are expected to only show the good sides of their lives. See, one thing that is guaranteed in life is that it will not go well sometimes. You're healthy until you're not healthy. You're with the person you love until you're not with the person you love. You enjoy your job until you don't. We will find ourselves in situations where we feel anger, sadness, grief and so on. Unless we can process, navigate and be comfortable with our full range of emotions, we won't learn to be resilient. We must have some practice dealing with those emotions or we will be caught off guard. I believe the strong cultural focus on happiness and thinking positively is making us much less resilient. The whole positive attitude uh, narrative doesn't allow us to feel. It makes us push all the negative emotions away. What does that create? Avoidance of conflict, avoidance of healing, avoidance of a true life. It just creates a spiral. You cannot ever run away from sadness. It will always find you one way or another. This reminds me of a quote by John Green and he said that the truth is that it hurts because it was real it hurts because it mattered and that's an important thing you need to acknowledge to yourself 
If you want to create a masterpiece, you're going to have to use all the colors. Try to understand this paradox. The desire for more positive experience is itself a negative experience and contrastingly, the acceptance of one's negative experience is itself a positive experience. The thing is, nothing comes easy and sorrow finds its way one way or another. I have some research upon this. In the recent years, critics have become concerned that this simplistic form of positive psychology can do more harm than good. It's called the tyranny of positive attitude, says Barbara Held, a psychology professor at Baldwin College. I hope I'm saying that right. According to this concept, our culture has little tolerance for those who can't smile or look on the bright side in the face of adversity. Even in cases of profound loss, health says that people are supposed to get over their sadness within weeks if not sooner. This concept has two component parts. First, you feel bad about whatever pain has come your way, then you are made to feel guilty or defective if you can't be grateful for what you do have. Move forward or focus on the positives. This is the double punch and it's the second part that hurts the most. I think that the most important thing to realize here is that one bad day does not mean a bad life. The key is to become more aware of your beliefs over time and understand how they lead you to feel a certain way. Your beliefs cause you to feel a certain way and you can change those beliefs. Though it might take some time, meanwhile, don't hide or ignore any negative emotions or feelings you may have. It's good to be a positive person most days, but it's also perfectly okay to be angry, to be sad or to be frustrated. Just don't let it rule your life. So that was a nice topic, I guess. I thoroughly enjoyed making this episode. Let me know if you enjoyed the topic. And uh, that's all I have for you guys this week. I'll hopefully see you next week. And you can see me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iTunes and other platforms as well. Make the best out of this young adult phase. Until then, all the good vibes.